Hey everyone, welcome to episode 5 of Librarians Assemble, your premier audio resource for all things comics and libraries. I'm your host, Josh Stone. So this week we have our very special manga episode. I'll be talking to a few different friends of mine who are really into manga, and you'll discover probably within two minutes of the interview that I am not a big fan of manga. So they will be teaching me all the things that I should probably know by now. So first up, we'll be talking to Kelly. She's a children's librarian down in South Florida. And then after that, we're going to be talking to two circulation employees who work at the library I work at, JP and Tiffany, who are also huge manga and anime fans. So stick around for those interviews, and you'll get a lot of cool tips on starting your own anime club. You'll also get a lot of good book recommendations. So about those book recommendations, anything that you hear during this show that you want to check out, you can find on our show notes. If you visit librariansassemble.com, there's a little section for show notes. You can find just about everything we discuss on this on every one of our episodes there. We've also started a new Patreon campaign, patreon.com slash librariansassemble, or just visit our website. We'll give you all the details. Supporters of our show will be featured on our website under the new Friends of Librarians Assemble section, and there's also going to be a supporters-only monthly podcast, which will be like a book club that everyone can participate in. Okay, now before the show starts, don't forget, you can find us on Twitter. We're at Assemble Podcast. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash librariansassemble. Our website, once again, is librariansassemble.com, or you can drop us an email anytime you want. The email address is librariansassemble at gmail.com. Uh, today we're here with Kelly. She's a children's librarian for a public library in Palm Beach County. Thanks for joining us today, Kelly. How are you doing? I am wonderful. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, no. The pleasure is ours. So, you are a big comics fan. You're a children's librarian. Those things tend to go hand in hand. Yes. Um, what are some programs you do for your library that deal with comics? Well, the awesome thing about this summer is our theme for the summer reading program is Every Hero Has a Story. So, we've been able to incorporate tons of programs about superheroes, about crafting with superhero logos. We, I'm going to be doing a perler bead program in August with different um, superhero logos. Okay, I'm going to stop you there because I know nothing about craft. What kind of beads? What are, what are these? Perler beads? Yeah, the, what, what are those? The ones that you iron, like you make designs and you iron them and they stick together. Oh, uh, okay, okay. Pretty cool. Uh, sorry, go ahead. Continue. Cool. <laughs> um, we've been doing where they've been able to dress up as their own superhero. I always do my anime club, which I like to incorporate manga. If we have any new manga that comes out, I bring it in, show it, show it off to some of my teens. Mm -hmm. In August, I'll also be doing an anime fest, which I try to do every August. That's cool. Where they come in, they cosplay as their favorite characters. We do trivia. We have pizza. It's so much fun. That's awesome. It's always a blast. That's and, so, that sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah, we have a great time. And my teens are just so amazing. I am in awe of them all the time. <laughs> because I don't know how they have time to go to school and watch hours and hours. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
and read tons of manga. I don't know because I don't have time to do all no, this. I, I don't have time. To, maybe I did when I was younger. Like right, right. I feel like there was a time in my life where I could do everything. Exactly. But that time is long since past. Exactly. So you run the anime club. So that's cool. Um, how long has that been going on? Well, we started it at, at uh, my location in 2010. I had never had an anime club before that. I had always loved anime and manga. My supervisor at the time um, wanted me to start one because she had had one at a previous library that she worked in. And we've been going strong ever since. Awesome. So um, how long did it take you to get like a regular crowd? Was it something that like was an instant hit or did it take some time to build up? It took a while. It, um... I would say the first six months was kind of like a slow opening. Um, And then I started to gain quite a few patrons into the club, teens of all ages, really. Um, I started off with the younger side, the 12s and 13s. And then I think they kind of got their friends, the same age and a little bit older, into the club. And I've actually kind of gone through maybe three regular groups at this point. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, the ones that started with me at the very beginning are pretty much 18 and over now. And even though I tell them they can still come to, (laughs) most of them have other stuff going on, which I understand. Yeah. That's, they're out of the the window where they have time to do everything now. Exactly. Adulthood has caught up to them. (laughs) Like you have jobs. Oh, come on. Anime club's more important. (laughs) Come on, man. Get your priorities together. Exactly. So what um, what anime do you show? Like, what's been some of the popular choices for for well, the different groups you've had? Right now, um, I'm working with Crunchyroll Outreach Program, which okay. is amazing. Talk a little bit about that for people who don't know. Absolutely. Crunchyroll offers something kind of similar to what Funimation used to offer. Funimation mm-hmm. was called Operation Anime, where if you were a nonprofit and you had an anime club, you could... Um, ask for screener discs to show to your anime club. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, they ended that program, but Crunchyroll has kind of taken over, and Crunchyroll.com is an awesome website. If you don't know about it, please check it out. Yes, it's it's a really good one. And I'm not even a big anime fan, and (laughs) I'm saying it's it's a good source. Tons of stuff to watch on there. They even have some of the dramas, the Korean dramas. It's amazing. Anyway, (laughs) they offer the outreach program, And what that is, is they will give a free premium membership to anyone that, like I said, works for a library or a nonprofit that has an anime club. And all you have to do is twice a, I guess it's like a three or four month period. You just have to fill out a small questionnaire letting them know what you watched and how many kids or how many adults you had at your program. And as long as you do that, you keep it. Some of the most popular... um, from Crunchyroll, Sword Art Online, always popular. Okay. My teens love it, and honestly, so do I. <laughs> Attack on Titan, of oh, course. Yeah. That That's... is super, super big right now. Yeah. Um, we also, believe it or not, watch Zatch Bell. I don't know if you're familiar with Zatch Bell. I'm not. No. I'm probably, I didn't do a disclaimer before our interview. I will probably do it as I record the episode that this will go to. Mm-hmm. I know... Um, what's the word? Nothing, <laughs> really, <laughs> about anime. Um, I did watch Attack on Titan uh-huh. through Crunchyroll because it was I was hearing good things about it, so I was like, well, let me let me try this out. But outside of that, like I know a few titles, 
but I only know them by their title. Like, I don't really know what right. they're about. I've never really seen them. So you can feel free to speak to me as though I'm a complete idiot. I won't, <laughs> I won't be offended. <laughs> speak to me like a small child and, and it'll be okay. Well, Zatch Bell is, it's a little bit older and, uh, through Crunchyroll, most of the things that we watch are in Japanese language with English subtitles. Okay. Um, that is my preferred way of watching. I don't know. I think some people think I might be a snob for that. But <laughs> do the I, kids? Do the kids seem to like it? Yeah, I feel like they do. They're like purists, right? Absolutely. You go into an anime club, you're probably a purist. Exactly. Uh, Zatch Bell, however, is dubbed in English. Okay. And they really love it. It's just about this little um, little alien guy <laughs> who comes down and. They get into all kinds of crazy, wacky adventures. They're, you know, fighting the bad guys. You know, your general old good versus evil type type show. And the teens have really gotten into it. I think part of it is because it is dubbed in English and the voices are a little ridiculous. So you know, you'll hear them mocking in the background. Yeah. Like, hey, me, 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 me. <laughs> it's kind of funny. And um, we've also started watching Hero Man which is slightly newer and it's one that Stan Lee was involved in. And he actually, yeah, the name sounds familiar. Maybe that's why he was involved with developing it. And he actually makes a cameo in the beginning. (laughs) He better. That's where where his money comes from these days. Right. Exactly. And it was just so funny because they were like, is that Stan Lee? (laughs) And is, is like a, it's an anime, right? So like, he's like a, it's an anime adaptation of Stanley coming through, well, or is it like they put a real man in no, the middle of the cartoon? They drew a Stanley, okay. which looks just like Stanley. Okay, and good. When we first see him, he's in the uh, he's in the shop that the main character works in, and mm-hmm. he's asking for more coffee. I believe that's his <laughs> intro. But it's just so funny because it's like, oh, look, it's Stanley. Hey, it's little Stanley. <laughs> right. <laughs> Hey everybody, it's comic book Stan Lee. Exactly. So oh, and cool. they were like, Oh my gosh, it's Stan Lee. What is he doing? In the <laughs> He's end? everywhere. I'm like, you guys, look it up. What is Hero Man? And then they're mm-hmm. like, Oh, he helped create it. I understand now. <laughs> it's pretty funny. So they... it's educational too. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Alright, so um what what would you say has probably been the most popular anime of, of since twenty ten? You said that's how long you've been doing that, right? Since twenty ten? Yeah. So in the five years, Anime Club has been going strong. What do you think has been the most popular anime? I would say overall probably Attack on Titan. Yeah. Yeah, I think that one took everyone by storm. Like I said, I don't even watch anime and I've seen that one. So Right. Yeah. I've I try not to show too much of it because I know it's you know, I have some younger teens in there mm-hmm. and I don't want. Yeah, it's I'll terrifying. Say, it's a terrifying show. I know that they watch it at home. I yeah. do. I'm not. But that's on them. <laughs> but exactly, exactly. I don't want them to go home. Guess what, Mom? Miss Kelly. Miss Kelly forced me to watch right. this person's <laughs> family die. Thirty, thirty people get eaten by two huge fistfuls of like by, by giant naked people. Exactly. <laughs> like okay. What is going on at the library? <laughs> 
let's let's choose those episodes quite wisely. Yeah. Well, sure. So you didn't show all of them then? You just no, showed, okay. No. Okay. What so I generally, it was like a curated version of. <laughs> I try to pick out um, the first couple of episodes for each meeting, and okay. then I encourage you know if they like it, tell me we'll watch more. If not, if only a couple of them like it, then they can go home and watch it on their own because okay. everything we do watch is available through Crunchyroll. Yeah, and you don't need. You don't need a premium membership, right? The premium membership for Crunchyroll is only to stream it in a certain way, right? Like, all the content is the same. Yes. Okay. It is so nice with the premium because you don't have to worry about that ad interruption all the time. But they are all available through um, just regular Crunchyroll without the premium membership. Okay. All right. So, let's move on from anime for a minute. Okay. I'm sure we'll be back. Um, (laughs) So you have been for your for the library system you work for. I know this for a fact. You have helped. Um, <laughs> you've helped out with several of the local cons. You've been there on behalf of of your library. I think you've been doing it since the beginning, if I'm not mistaken. Yes. yes so I talk have. about that experience. How how have you liked going to cons on the behalf of libraries? Do people are generally people surprised to see the library at a comic convention? Are they surprised to learn that? You know, libraries have things like anime clubs and graphic novels going on. Or tell tell us about some of your experiences as a library ambassador. Absolutely, I absolutely love going to the cons representing the library. Because... And we can say, why don't we? We can say it's PalmCon. We can yeah. say that they've been super, super supportive of all the local libraries in Palm Beach County. So they deserve a shout out. So oh, thank yeah. you so much, PalmCon. Definitely. And I'm, I'm amazed by how much PalmCon has expanded from when we first began. Yes. Yeah, I touched on that a couple episodes ago. But, yeah, since you've been from the, the ground, I just recently started going the past couple of years. So, yes, you delve deeper into that. Yes. It's amazing. The first time I ever went, it was just astounding with how many people came. Mm-hmm. And it's just gotten huger from there. I mean. <laughs> and it started at what? It started at like a like a, a Finnish American club, right? Like just yes. like a tiny little establishment. Yeah. And it's grown now. It started as what it, it was basically an afternoon event, right? Exactly. And then it turned into like a day event. Yes. Then it moved over to the Palm Beach County Convention Center, which is a very big venue for Absolutely. for the county. Uh-huh. Um it stayed as a day-long event and just last year it made its way to a, a whole weekend event. Now it's two full days. And it will be again two full days this year. So, the power of comic <laughs> like right there, you can see the growth of comic books over the past like what has it been like ten years now? It's been going on exactly yes. And I'm just amazed because you see you see people that you see every day at the library come out, and even they, even though you see them there constantly, they don't necessarily always know what we offer. They're like, oh, really? You do have your own manga and comic book section? Mm-hmm. Like, yes, we do. Yes. We, yes. Do. we just and hide it. Right. <laughs> There's just no space for it. <laughs> yes, you, you don't understand. This is really hard. <laughs> <laughs> but it's so amazing to connect with so many people. And they're not just from Palm Beach County. We have people coming from all over Florida to mm-hmm. these events. And, you know, they might not be specifically in um, familiar with our library system or this particular, you know, branch or anything like that, but they're genuinely interested that this is something that a library would offer free mm-hmm. comics. Really? Yeah. Right. You know, you don't have to go buy everything or have an online subscription. 
you mean you guys offer it for free? That's <laughs> yeah. amazing. Yeah. And, and then, yeah, and then they also can realize that they're local. Like you said, they come from everywhere, Tampa, all, all throughout the state. And exactly. they'll realize that their libraries are probably doing the same thing. And if they're not, then they can say, hey, why not? <laughs> exactly, exactly. And I love being able to promote our programs, say, oh, yeah, I'm sure your local branch mm-hmm. is something, something that you would be interested in. Maybe it's not an anime club. Maybe it's something totally different. But check out our programs. You know, getting the word of mouth, that is very important. And everybody's been so nice when we go to PalmCon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, my I've God, yeah. I've never had anybody, you know. Yeah, everyone from the the guy who runs it right down to, like, the last family coming in that day everyone has just been super nice and they're so appreciative you know Mm -hmm. if we have have stuff to give out for free bookmarks um crafts for the kids that we like to bring Mm -hmm. oh yeah those are huge they're so positive about it and i just i'm so glad that we got involved as a system Mm -hmm. and oh i know yes That, that was great and one of the things i i like i don't do it myself because I'm a grumpy old man in my heart, but (laughs) you are one of the people who do it. When you go, you will dress up and some of the other librarians will will cosplay as well when they go and they sit behind the library table (laughs) and they talk about the library dressed up as characters that these kids and these adults know. And it's yet another way to engage with, with the fans of, of these, you know, different characters and different comics and so they'll see that, hey, the library is not just a stuffy place filled with old ideas and, and, and old books. There are people there who like the same things I like, who are fun, who are dressing up. Mm-hmm. And I think, yeah, I just think it's great. And the, you know, the fact that libraries, you know, the library systems and there's a few library systems in Palm Beach County now that go. It's not just it's not just the, the you know, it's not just one of them. They, you know, pretty much every library now in, in this location goes and they all have something fun to do down there, and it's a great way for for patrons to see that their libraries aren't stuffy and filled with grumpy old men like me. <laughs> exactly. I don't think I would call you a grumpy old man. Well, but... <laughs> well thank you, but you're in the minority there. Okay. <laughs> all right. So, so this is going to be our manga episode, mm-hmm. and surprise, I don't watch anime. I don't read manga. But you do, right? You're a big manga yes. fan, right? Like you didn't bamboozle me just to get on this <laughs> this podcast that no one's really listening to anyway. Okay, uh, okay. All right. good because that would be a, a waste of your effort. <laughs> <laughs> so let's let's talk about manga and libraries. Okay, there was a time at, at, to me at least, I noticed that manga was going out way more than Western graphic novels. Did yes. you notice this as well? Am I just making things up? And if if I'm not making things up, do you think this is still the case? Are manga still marginally or or hugely more popular than western graphic novels well, in your I, in your library at least i have definitely noticed that trend as well in the past the manga would fly off the shelves mm-hmm. be in the back needing to be reshelved all the time yeah. i think with the popularity of the marvel universe movies mm-hmm. and the dc universe upcoming stuff i think it is kind of balanced out maybe not totally equal but i think it's balanced out a little bit more so what do you think right now is more popular in 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 your particular library maybe it's not the same everywhere but 
I don't I don't work in a position now where I really give graphic novels to to people much these right. days. I'm right. trying. I'm trying to get it <laughs> going, but mm. um, so I, I don't really know what's what's flying off the shelves these days. I imagine, like you said, with with the Marvel Cinematic Universe and now DC having their what seems like entire universe coming out in 2016 to yeah. theaters near you, um, <laughs> it seems like the Western graphic novels, the superhero graphic novels would probably be more popular right now. But I, I don't know. Are, are manga still more popular or did Batman finally win? I think the Western graphic novels have taken over. I wouldn't say it's as much of a difference as it used to be for the manga. Mm-hmm. But I think in the back, you know, when you look and see what needs to be reshelved, there are a lot more Western graphic novels popping up back there because of these, the success of all these movies going on. And I think it also helps because of our summer reading program. Every hero has a story. Kids are coming in all the time. Do you have any Avengers books? Do you have any, you know, anything like that? Where's Batman? Where's Superman? So I definitely think that has also helped out with the popularity of the Western graphic novels. So, yes, I definitely think it has gone up, especially lately. It was always surprising to me, though, back, you know, like back when manga and graphic novels was more popular than than the superhero and, and Western graphic novels, because it wasn't really the trend in the comic shops. You know, I, I would go to comic shops a lot and, you know, everything was still superhero-based. People were still buying mostly superhero books. And manga was there, but it, it, it was just weird that, like, libraries seemed to be reaching that, that manga reader in a, better than the, than the local comic shops were. Did you notice that, too, or is that just me? Because I don't read manga, so maybe I just wasn't paying attention. No, I totally agree with that because whenever we would go to a comic book shop and just browse through, mm-hmm. like you said, there was, you know, all the Western graphic novels, but the manga was hardly ever touched. What I did notice, though, uh, any of the, like, cutesy little knickknacks that yeah, were yeah. or anime-related, those tend to also uh, fly off the shelves at the comic book shops. But, but I definitely think themselves. the libraries... For the the manga, the libraries, because they offer the whole set, you can, you know, if it's not there now, you can reserve it or Mm -hmm. you come back later and they might have the volume that you're looking for. Yeah, with some of these, and this is going to lead us into our next question, with some of these manga titles, there's like 60 volumes, so it, it... it, it does behoove the, the consumer to yes. go to the library and get them for free rather than buy, you know, 60 of them for, like, even even if it's, like, $7, $7 a pop, you know, that, that adds it's up real quick. Quite a bit of money, yeah. absolutely. So about the the wealth of volumes that they do have, um, I've heard complaints over the years from, from librarians when it comes to, like, ordering manga titles Mm -hmm. that there's just so many of them like i said one series can have up to 60 volumes absolutely so libraries like to maintain complete sets that's something that's in you know in in our dna as collection (laughs) development that's we can't have an incomplete set we can't have volumes one four and seven that makes no (laughs) sense you know like so absolutely that happens with these manga titles too so how do you have any suggestions? How do you think libraries should handle 
these potentially large manga collections? Do you think it's important to keep that mindset that libraries need to maintain a complete set, even with something as ephemeral as a paperback manga book? Or do you think, what, what are your takes on it? Well, I know that with the huge, huge um, manga that comes out with the 60 volumes, it is hard to keep one of every in. Mm-hmm. Sometimes because they are that kind of paperback flimsy, you know, volume three might get destroyed for whatever reason and you might not be able to replace it. So it is hard. Mm -hmm. Um, What I would recommend possibly, and this is obviously in a perfect world where... uh, (laughs) In the (laughs) utopia of manga. About space and (laughs) like that. I personally, my OCD, I guess, <laughs> I love to see volumes one, two, three, four, five, like in a mm-hmm. row. It's all beautiful. Yes. You can just go up. Oh, I need, I think, volume 10 this week. So let me pluck it off the shelf. Of course, that means that nobody else is checking it out because we yeah. have one copy. But anyway, <laughs> um, another thing that I think that is not utilized enough that possibly could be is maybe considering manga reader apps because those are very Mm -hmm. popular and that way if you don't have a full collection of something or if there's something obscure that we don't have for whatever reason it's not available through our vendors or whatever maybe you can look at it digitally and that's something that maybe some library systems could get involved with in the future. So you don't have to worry about having 60 volumes of one thing. You can be like, here, here's a tablet. Let me show you how to work our our Viz Media app or yeah. whatever. Yeah, know? no, that's, that's, I like that suggestion a lot. I know a lot of libraries and a lot of vendors are starting to consider digital comics right. for their collections. I know um, places like Hoopla mm-hmm. are, are starting to do it. However, you know, it's it's still kind of like new ground that they're treading. So it's not... Exactly. But I like your idea of just loading up a, a, a tablet with, like you said, like the Viz Media Reader. Yes. And that, that would be a great, a great way to go. The library could handle that on its own as well. It could come out of, you know, potentially could come out of their... A different budget than you would maybe have allotted for like your vendors like overdrive or hoopla exactly so that's a really good that's a really good take all right so let's get to an easy question now let's stop trying to solve the woes <laughs> of collection development and let's talk about what do you think are some essential manga titles for public libraries and let's break it down let's start with what do you think are some essential all-age titles Honestly, I'm such a big manga fan. I don't read it all, but I feel like there are quite a few essential all-age titles. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, let's give me a handful of them. Okay, all right. Um, definitely uh, One Piece. Okay. I've uh, heard of that. Never read it. Heard it. <laughs> Naruto, for sure. The yeah. Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball Z, uh, Full Metal Alchemist. Uh, I would even go as far as to say, you know, Inuyasha and Yu-Gi-Oh! The mm. Yu-Gi-Oh! cards are so popular. They still are popular. It's crazy. Yes. My teens, they bring them in when we have anime club and they sit at a table while we're watching and they play in the back. And wow. That's dedication. They love it. Yeah. That's, I, I'm jealous. I wish I was more into it. It seems like fun. <laughs> like, yes. yeah. I, just, I just don't know what's wrong with me. <laughs> uh, Bleach, of course. Bleach is a classic. Uh, yeah. um, most of those are 
shonen, you know, the kind of mm-hmm. way oriented, but a few uh, shoho, which is my personal favorite. Okay. Uh, Oran High School Host Club. Okay. Love it, love it. High School Debut. I think that was probably my first one that I read from start to finish. Okay. And I absolutely adore that series. <laughs> Uh, Fruits Basket is always fun, and Black Butler. Oh, yeah, I've heard of that one. Teens love Black Butler. I mean, that kind of verges on a little bit of the older audience, just depending on, you know, how, I guess, sheltered (laughs) (laughs) you are or your children are. But um, that's always a wonderful one. There's so much out there. Yeah, there, there really are. And it's it's amazing. I know um, my my stepdaughter. She went through a little phase of being into manga. I think mm-hmm. I think it might have passed. I'm not quite sure. She hasn't picked up any in a while. But okay. she got really really into Tokyo Mew Mew. Oh Did yeah. Did you ever read Tokyo Mew Mew? I have not read the whole series. Yeah. I have a couple volumes, mm-hmm. and I really like Tokyo Mew Mew. Yeah, also. she she seemed to really love it. Mm-hmm. And it seemed appropriate for all ages. Oh, definitely. I, I look through there every now and then. Definitely. For anyone listening, my parenting skills are okay. They're okay. <laughs> I did I did look through there. <laughs> All right. So, what about some for older older audience? Well, for the older audience, you have quite a few that are classics, in my opinion. Um, I'm always a fan. This is in part due to my husband of Akira. Oh, um, yeah, that is good. <laughs> that is good. Okay, yeah. The the non anime non manga reading fan will agree to that yes 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 and i know you can you can kind of debate whether you consider it a manga or you know more of a graphic novel but Mm -hmm. i know a lot of people consider it in the manga um just because of the japanese orient for for the purposes of this show we will consider it a manga (laughs) (laughs) sounds good (laughs) all right um one that has been gaining popularity and i feel like it's not always um on everybody's list is 20th century boys i have not read it myself oh yeah yeah, i've seen that one i've heard amazing things about the manga series so that's that's one to maybe check out if you're if you're interested um attack on titan of course yes (laughs) the anime is so popular now but the manga is as well Mm -hmm. and i would I would consider that as older audience just Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I would too. Just because there's giant naked people eating people. Right, exactly. I mean, that alone. <laughs> exactly. And uh, Cowboy Bebop, Death Note, a personal favorite of mine that I would definitely recommend for older audiences that like Shoho is Nana. Oh, yes, yes. I I've absolutely it. I've never read it, but yeah, I've heard of it. It's so good, but it's definitely more for the older audiences. So tell... So I have a lot of my friends have read Nana, and I, I I haven't. So for those, let's say five people like me, <laughs> um, what what's Nana about? Well, it's about two girls that come from very 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 different backgrounds, <laughs> and they both happen to both be named Nana. Okay. And uh, they kind of form this bond, this friendship. They become roommates. Um, I don't want to spoil too much. Lots of things happen. Uh, lots of boys come in and out, but kind of through the end, through all their struggles, uh, they they just are best friends, and they're so so different. But both characters are built up so beautifully that it's definitely worth a read. And how I many? How many? How many volumes are there of of Nana? Do you know? Like or. 
Is this a, like a, a huge endeavor or is this like a smaller one? It's not super huge. Yeah. I honestly, I can't remember. It's hard to keep track of how many volumes these things have. I think it might be in the 20s or 30s. No, it's not bad. Yeah, it's not bad. But I could be horribly off. I don't it's fine. Know. It's fine. You can tell me. You can tell me what you say. It's just one book, and I'll believe. Oh it. yeah, it's, it's just one book. It's just one really huge book, Josh. Oh okay. It's okay. It's okay. Oh, so I'll do it. I'll I'll, <laughs> I'll jump right in right now. I'm going on Amazon. Oh my god, <laughs> she lied. Um, okay, so what are some manga titles you're reading right now? What are you really enjoying? All right, I just um, I just finished the Juan manga adaptation because I'm a huge horror movie fan, especially Japanese and Korean. Okay. Um, that was decent. Um, right now, I'm I'm one of those people that likes to binge read manga. Oh, okay. So I'll I'll wait till like you know twenty volumes come out, and then I'll grab them all and slowly go through them. So right now, my big binge reading is Kimi Nitadoke, which is another shoho, of course, because okay. that I love all that girly romance garbage <laughs> so what is this girly romance garbage about <laughs> well the funny thing is um i'm only a couple volumes in but mm-hmm. it's basically a love story of course um the main character she is a little scary according to her classmates okay. she, she kind of looks like the ring girl Oh. and um does she come out of a well too like <laughs> is that how she gets to school not quite um, she comes out of a television set yes there we go <laughs> She uh, she has the very long, long, dark hair. She keeps to herself. She's very quiet. They're all afraid of her, basically. Except there's one boy who's super popular in the class <laughs> who, of course, pays her attention and is so sweet to her. And even though everybody else is kind of nasty, he's always trying to include her in things. And it's it's just such a sweet story. It's definitely one that I would recommend for all ages. Okay. And uh, it's really nice. I also try to keep up with Vampire Night, which I haven't done so much um, with the last couple volumes that have come out. But that's a good series as well. It takes place, you know, it's vampires and (laughs) fun stuff like that. Uh, It's another shoho with the romance. (laughs) Well, hey, that's that's a popular genre. I mean, that's... Absolutely. Is there anything anything else you're reading that you, you are really into these days? Um, not really. Mm-hmm. Okay. Those are those are my major ones. What about non manga books? Are there any non manga comics you're you're really feeling these days? Maybe those I'll, I'll be able to actually communicate <laughs> with. Honestly, this summer has been so crazy. Oh, I bet. Yeah, I, I know every children's librarian I know is <laughs> exhausted. Exactly. I really haven't been doing much reading. I hate to say that because. You know, I it's fine. we're pushing reading all the time. <laughs> it's fine. You're, it, you're you're in a safe environment in which I am also a librarian who does not read as very often as he should. So exactly. this is a safe space for us non-reading librarians. That's that's why I'm in amazement of, you know, the teens and the children that I see that are, you know, doing all this this gaming, all this manga reading, all this anime watching on top of doing school, on top of watching TV and I'm just that's like what they How want you to think. Do it? They're, oh, they're, they're blowing off school. These kids dropped out years ago. <laughs> <laughs> Probably some of them would like to. <laughs> yes. 
Well, Kelly, thank you so much. I really appreciate you you dropping your manga knowledge on on me and anyone else listening who is as ignorant as I am. We are less ignorant now, so thank you so much. I helped, and thank you so much for having me. It was uh, a lot of fun. Anytime. Anytime, anytime you pick up a new manga and you want to talk about it, you you let me know. <laughs> there's there's always going to be a spot open here for somebody to teach me about manga. <laughs> okay. All right. Thank you very much. Absolutely. Thank Take you. Care. Okay. That's the end of the first half. Coming up in the second half, we'll be talking to JP and Tiffany. You'll notice very early on in this interview that I thought this was going to be two full episodes. I've decided to make it one episode. So you'll hear me say a lot of things that don't really make sense in the first few minutes of this. So enjoy. Hey, everybody. Welcome to part two of our manga edition. Today we're with JP and Tiffany. They're both public library employees outside of West Palm Beach, Florida. And um, full disclosure, they're coworkers of mine, so that's pretty cool. How are you doing today, guys? Doing pretty good. All right. Okay, I think you guys can figure out whose voice is what. JP is there, Tiffany is here. Okay, so besides being public library employees, they're also huge manga fans. So today, as last time, we're talking strictly manga. And anyone who listened to the last episode will know that I know next to nothing about manga or anime. So you're going to um, school me today, guys. You're going to teach me teach me the ways. And people at home listening will laugh at me, and that's good. That's good ratings. So let's start um, by talking. You both work for Circulation. You both are Circ employees. Yes. So I was talking to Kelly last time. I remember when I worked in Circ, I would see more manga going out than Western comics. Is that still a trend? Do you guys notice that, or is the manga bubble burst? Well, I would say I think the Western graphic novels tend to be more popular in the circulation section. The manga, it seems like a lot because some of them are really long series, and a lot of times people want to check out everything at once. So if it's a 20-book series, they want all 20 books at once. So it looks like a lot going in and out. That's kind of absolutely right, what you're trying to say. Uh, the only difference between the manga that I've seen coming out at the library, the system uh, especially, is that the only reason I don't see manga coming out as much is because sometimes our branch doesn't carry all of them. Sometimes we only will carry, let's say, volume one, two, three, and then it'll skip four, and then we have five, six, seven. So some people don't want to wait for it to arrive. So as opposed to the Western novels where sometimes it's a one-time thing only. They can just read one, and then they can move on to the next. Okay, so that's some good points there about manga, um, considering the series and everything. Um, what are some popular manga series you guys know is going out a lot? What are, what are the people, what are the kids, adults, so forth, checking out these days? Well, the popular series that I usually see now is uh, Attack on Titan, mm. just because the anime was recently released. And now everyone found out about the books, and everyone wants to catch up on the story. It did take the county a while to get the copies of the story, which I was kind of upset about. Mm. But once they got them, they were always checked out and always going in and out constantly. Two other series I know a lot of are Fruits and Baskets and Spice and Wolf. They're just one's a romance series, and people love the romance stories. And Spice and Wolf is kind of romance slash comedy. So. Mm -hmm. 
Well, for me, I think Dragon Ball Z is still a big uh, manga grabber for us because, as you can as you can see, Dragon Ball right now it's back in business. Uh, the new movie's coming out soon, so I you're, we're gonna get to see a lot more of that coming out. So we have to order probably more in our system. Yeah, to I, complete the set. I think you're right about that. Just the past couple of days. Um, f- yeah, we're also recording this probably a month before anyone is hearing this. So by who knows what's going to be happening with Dragon Ball Z by time. When is Dragon Ball Z coming back out? Do it you know? should be in less than a month. Less than a month. So yeah. by time this comes out, Dragon Ball Z will probably be coming out as well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the past couple of days I've had a lot of kids asking me about Dragon Ball Z, and it's taken me back to like the early 2000s. Like, what's going on here? What, what's happening with all that? Okay, so that's cool. And so the new Dragon Ball Z, what is what is up with that? Let's just let's take a hard left turn here. What's going on with Dragon? Is it a new animated thing? Is it live action? What's going on? Well, it's going to be an animated movie, mm-hmm. and it's going to revolve after the last movie, Battle of the Gods, okay. where Goku technically is a god. So you're going to see his god form. He's going to have blue hair and everything. Okay. So as from that, we haven't really seen a lot more because yeah, they've been kept it pretty hidden. Okay. So it's not, like, out in Japan right now or anything? It's been out in Japan for, I would probably say, not too long. Okay. Um, and it hasn't, no spoilers have trickled their way over here yet? Not really as much wow. yet. That's impressive. Yeah. Okay, let's get back on topic a little bit here. All right, so you guys are huge readers of manga, right? I'm not just forcing anything on you. You guys oh, read absolutely. manga, right? Okay. Absolutely. All right. So what are some essential series you think public libraries should own? Let's let's uh, let's talk about all age comics first. What are some all age titles you think every library you walk into a library it doesn't have this one you're walking back out? What are we what are we talking about? Well, I think two major classics would be the first one that I ever manga I ever read when I was in middle school was mm-hmm. Magic Knight Ray Earth, and it's kind of more for girls, but it's just one of those really like classical traditional came out in like the 1980s series. Another series is RG Beta. That mo- that one actually came out in 1989. I had to look it up. <laughs> <laughs> and that one's published by... That was Clamp's debut. And Clamp is mm-hmm. a major publisher mm-hmm. of manga. So if you want to start at their beginning, that's their beginning. And the artwork in it is fantastic. It's absolutely beautiful. Cool. And, of course, Sailor Moon. Oh, yeah. Okay. Being a girl. <laughs> yeah, you gotta, you gotta have Sailor Moon in there. Yeah, that's another Who's classic. your favorite sailor? My favorite... Is actually Sailor Pluto, even though Pluto is no longer a planet. Whatever, you know. she's still she's still, still a her. sailor. She's got that <laughs> staff. She's awesome. <laughs> all right, JP. How about you? What are some essential all age titles? Well, for me, being a guy, <laughs> I would probably the first thing that I would probably be looking at is Astro Boy. Okay. I mean, growing up in the eighties, Astro Boy was huge. <laughs> even though it's written back in the sixties, mm-hmm. when well, how can you not not read it? It's Tesca's literally brainchild mm-hmm. and he's the godfather and the father of manga yeah he literally started it all so that's going to be the first thing i'm going to be looking at okay um and then sailor moon of course <laughs> um sailor moon growing up with my sister we watch the show we read the manga tremendously mm-hmm. non-stop and we still do up that's until awesome. now yeah. i mean so you guys have been watching the the new ones uh i've watched yeah. the new ones I'm not really sold okay. with the new one. I still let's, prefer the original. Let's put a pin in that. I'll come back yes. to that. Let's, yeah. let's get some rants about Sailor Moon here. Absolutely. <laughs> all right. So, any other any other all age titles popping up in mind right now? Mm, Dororo, maybe. Dororo is a little bit dark, but I mean, it could, could 
a twelve-year-old can read it. I read it when I was ten. All right. And it's another of Tessica's uh, works. All right. So how about um, some mature titles for older audiences? That's more of my category. That's, that's, your, that's your wheelhouse. All right, take it. All away, right. Uh, there's. St- I, I really like the supernatural series, and I like lots of action in the stories. So series like Tokyo Ghoul is a really popular one right now. Mm-hmm. It's awesome. It is very bloody and violent, so <laughs> if that's not your forte, I wouldn't recommend it. But if it if that doesn't bother you or if you enjoy that, then, you know, that's a way to go. Um, Soul Eater, I it's kind of in the middle. Like, I wouldn't say it's, you know, for only for adults, but mm-hmm. it's definitely not for little kids because it does have kid. a little bit of adult content going mm-hmm. on in there. And let's see. School Rumble. If you like comedy. That one I've never actually heard of. What's School Rumble about? School Rumble, it's about a bunch of kids who go to school together and the shenanigans that they get into pretty much. They go to school and they rumble? Yeah. Okay. And it's another one of those in-between, not for little kids, you know, but not exclusive for just adults. Okay. All right. How about you, JP? What are some mature titles you think a library should own? That we should own? My number one choice would be Monster. Monster by, um, let's see, by Urasawa. Okay. Tell us a little bit about that. Monster is technically, it's psychological thriller. Mm -hmm. It's about a doctor in Germany who is deemed to replace one of the brilliant, brilliant surgeons of his time. He's a young guy. However, with his own ideals conflicting with the hospital's ideals, he ends up being pushed and blamed for the death of one of the higher, like a mayor, I think, or a governor, if I'm not mista- if I'm mistaken, mm-hmm. and that leads to him being disgraced. And some years later, I'm not gonna, you know, ruin the story, mm-hmm. but he moves to a different hospital, and then killing started happening, and he's being blamed because the killings are technically very surgeon-like. Uh, so okay. actually, HBO has picked up the title for this one and Guillermo del Toro if I'm not mistaken is actually working on the series for oh, this wow. one. so it's on it's work on work right now oh that sounds yeah. awesome yeah so that'll be my number one and yeah, Samurai X Rurouni Kenshin oh okay that one it's a long series but mm-hmm. I mean it's based on a historical novel it's based mm-hmm. on a real person mm-hmm. who is technically an assassin back in the the Hesse period before the Meiji government, even like the current government of Japan. Okay. So he's based on a real person. Okay. That it's a little bit bloody, gory, but a little bit of childlike. So it, it cuts off in between. That's good. Yeah. Okay, so um, we're gonna talk about some of your all-time favorite series now, and I think that's probably a good time to revisit this um, the Sailor Moon, <laughs> uh, the Sailor Moon frustration that just came out. So let's start with Sailor Moon. You both love Sailor Moon, right? Yes. That's what I'm picking up. I like Sailor Moon from a standpoint of it was around. It was good. A lot of my friends liked it. Nostalgic. I never really watched it. I never really got into it, but it was cute. They had a cute cat. You know, I was a young boy. The girls were cute. You know, like, all right, that's cool. So what's wrong with the new one? It's too modernized for me. I mean... To me, I when I look at Sailor Moon, I still think about the 1980s version, the 1990s version where, you know, the animation is not as detailed as what it is now, but when I looked at it, I still 
watch like okay this is what it's supposed to be it's like what the manga was like but Sailor Moon Crystals which is now it's too modernized for me I just don't so what's been what's been modernized about it just the way the character talk the way they dress the way the direction of the show is going Mm -hmm. it's not something that as a person growing up in the 80s and reading the original I just don't feel the nostalgia in it. I just okay. don't feel it. I mean, for the newer crowd, maybe yes. You, and, you know, yeah. Okay. It's more modernized. What about you, Tiffany? What's your what's your beef? What's your sailor beef? Well, I appreciate what they're trying to do with the new series, but then again, it's another one of those shows where you know people loved it as children, and it's something that they recognize. They know what Sailor Moon was supposed to look like because they watched it when they were growing up as children, and then you take it and you modernize it you know for the next generation of kids and the previous generation feels i don't want to say insulted but you know <laughs> it's i don't know it's just so basically so you both are saying it's just too it's playing too much for today's crowd and not giving enough enough respect to the kids who grew up on it yeah okay. yeah pretty much all right so what are some of your other favorite favorite series when you were growing up it's going to be a long list. Well, <laughs> we me, got time. With me, okay. I have a lot. All right, let's start with you then. Let's get all yours out of the way. Manga-wise, I yeah. have a lot. Well, Astro Boy is one of them. Mm-hmm. Speed Racer. Speed Racer. Blackjack. Okay. Metropolis. Dororo. Kimba the White Lions. Mostly Osama uh, 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 novels. Mm-hmm. Because he's technically the brain of manga. I mean, to me, his works are just different from the time. I mean, has lessons. Mm-hmm. Each of them, you know, I just you just get while reading it, you just get stuff from them. I mean, Saint Seiya, Knights of the Zodiac by Kurumuda, I like it, um, and I like a lot of supernatural stuff. So mm-hmm. you can go Samaki, Tomi by Ito. I mean, they've been both made into movies, mm-hmm. and right now, Parasite. Okay. Parasite is one of my favorite. I don't know anything about uh, that. Parasite is technically a graphic novel about this little about this guy who's an ordinary guy, and then alien comes to invade it. Invades kind of like body snatchers, okay. invasion of body snatchers, okay. where when they invade you, that you they turn you into an alien. Mm-hmm. Your body becomes the host. Okay. But this guy technically, instead of the parasite going into his brain, ends up in his hand. So he makes a bond with the parasite himself, mm-hmm. and then now they have to find the bad ones and destroy right. them. It's an ongoing series right now. All right. Yeah. Let's play a game with you real quick, JP. You're yes. on an island. Yes. It's the traditional, I'm stuck on an island, I can only have so okay. many. You're stuck on an island, you can only have three, and I know mangas are series, so let's yeah. pretend somehow you can have the complete series of only three. So mm-hmm. what are three manga series JP takes with him to a deserted island? Well, the first thing would be Monster. Okay. And then I would probably say Uzumaki, because oh, Uzumaki... that one I did, that was one of the Uzumaki is only read. two, mm-hmm. but I can read that, I can reread that series yeah. over and over. That and movie over also scared the living hell out of me. Yeah. When I was, um, I watched it really, really late slash early in the morning, mm-hmm. and was um, not of sound mind when I watched it, and it really messed me up. And the last one probably would be another by Itsui. But okay. it's Kuyahara right now that's doing the manga, and it's still on, currently ongoing. That I would take with me. 
quick question. Another. Are you referring to the one where he goes to school? Correct. And, okay. That's the one. That's the one. That's yeah, the one of course. All, all manga is the one where they're in school. Yes. But. <laughs> <laughs> On school 3-3. Three, three. Yep, room 3-3. Three, three. Yep. Mm-hmm. All right, Tiffany. What are some of your all-time favorite series, and then you can play the island game? Okay. Well, I really like the supernatural field as well. And one of my ba- favorite series ever of all time would be Death Note. Mm. I know it's kind of cheesy to say that one. I but don't think so. I really, I really liked it. Like it's a very intense story, and you mm-hmm. get very drawn into it. I was upset by some of the events that occurred mm-hmm. in the yeah, series. Yeah, I've heard about that one. I've heard the plot, and it sounds really good. Like it's, I, I think that's a really an good plot, plot for yeah. for a manga. Yes. Okay. Good. Um, I'm also a big fan of the Blue Exorcist series, okay. and it's about the two sons of Satan mm-hmm. trying to exist together in the modern world where you hunt demons. <laughs> And I'm also a big fan of the Triple X Holic series, Uh-oh. though I have not read the Subasa series, which apparently they cross in between one another. Oh, so if you like Subasa, to read Triple X Holic. If you like Triple X Holic, you should read Subasa. Yes. Yeah. That's fun. Mm-hmm. Okay. Are those also ones you would, are those your three for an island too? Or would, if you were stuck on an island, what, what do you want with you? Um, I would like to have Death Note with me for sure. Okay. Actually, one another one I like to have with me would be um, Girls Monthly Nozaki Kun because no. it's hilarious. That's a funny. Yes, <laughs> yeah, that's a funny one. And hmm, I guess, I guess Cheese Sweet Life. It's cute. It's a story about a little yeah. kitten. Today. Yeah, you're gonna want some uplifting things while you're stuck yeah, on this island. Exactly. Yeah, you don't. Don't want to just be all doom and gloom. Yeah. After getting upset by Death Note, yeah. Yeah, you're, you're gonna be upset. <laughs> you're gonna realize. I'm stuck on this island, and I'm probably the next Death Note here, so maybe I should be happy. Okay, so finally, putting um, all of our favorite series behind us, what are some things you're reading now? JP, what are some titles you're currently reading that you're really into? Just manga? Just manga. Yeah, just let's manga. do manga, and then we got some extra time here. So okay, we can... so right now I'm reading two mangas at the moment. Okay. I'm doing another. Because it's still ongoing. Mm-hmm. And for the light-hearted one, I'm going back and rereading Chobits. It's okay. an older one. But right. to me, Chobits, Chobits is Chobits. I, <laughs> I just, I can't say anything about that. I love the graphic novel. Mm-hmm. I love the manga. I love the show. Okay. It's amazing. The story is yes. so confusing. It is confusing, <laughs> but it's just the way... The writer mm-hmm. writes it that you just want to fall in love with the characters. I mean, you gotta mix them up. You gotta have mm-hmm. one at least light and one dark. So okay. another is dark one for me. Okay. Yeah. What about you, Tiffany? What are some titles you're currently reading? I'm currently reading Genshiken, which I highly recommend because it's hilarious. It's about a bunch of kids that go to school together and they're all in the anime club. No. If you've ever been in an anime oh, club, an yeah. yes. about the different personalities that you meet in anime clubs. That's pretty cute. It's pretty good laugh. And I'm also reading Dead Man Wonderlands, which is a pretty dark and violent series. Mm-hmm. There is an anime series about it, and I've heard that the book is much better than the anime. That but I've correct. only recently started the book, so I can't vouch for okay. it just yet. So that brings up a good point. And um, so all, pretty much all the mangas you guys listed today are also animes, right? Pretty I mean, much. most of them are. Eighty percent of them yeah. gets turned into animes. Too. So, what would you say are some of the better adaptations? Well, to me, it would be Dragon Ball Z. Okay. I like the, the way they adapted because Akira Toriyama actually 
reads the script before it gets sent through. So he has to say, okay, this is not what I want. Okay. This is what I like. Only through the later years when Dragon Ball Z has literally gotten into much exposure that he kind of like backed away. He's like, okay, I know you're going to do my book justice. I'm just going to let it go. Um, Chobits, of course, is the other one that I think the transfer in Foods Basket is the other one as well for me. How about you, Tiffany? What are some some animes or some mangas that you think have been exceptionally handled by, by their anime counterpart? I kind of prefer the action mangas that are turned into animes because mm-hmm. sometimes it's hard to you know, like fully understand the chaos of all the battles and things that are going on mm-hmm. when you're reading a book. So for that, I would give series like Attack on Titan. Love the anime. I'm still kind of like on that high. Like I watched it and I mm-hmm. thought it was like, this is the greatest show ever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and that is honestly the last anime I've ever watched. Like it's it is one of like I think it'd been like Several years prior that I watched an anime, I watched that one, and I haven't watched any others since. So, yeah, I mean, that is a really good anime. I haven't read the mangas yet, though. Mm-hmm. It is a little slow-paced sometimes, because you think, like, oh, all this time has passed, but it's like, no, it's been, like, half a day. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that was one of the hardest things for me, too. I'm like, wait, how long has it been since all that stuff happened? Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, this is all the same battle. Oh, an hour. Oh, okay. <laughs> it, gets, it, gets, it gets confusing. Yeah, mm-hmm. but it is really good. It was a really yeah. good show. What else? What are some other good anime adaptations? Uh, the Black Butler series is a pretty good anime. Okay, I haven't watched Though, that Though, I will say, it starts off kind of funny, chill, more relaxed, mm-hmm. but kind of has a dark undertone, and then by the end of the series, you're probably crying in your seat. <laughs> yes, oh, that's absolutely good. right. All right, so JP, a minute ago you asked if I meant just manga or anything. So what are some other titles you'd like to, to talk about then? Well, as I've gotten older, I mean, I still read manga, but mm-hmm. I read darker mangas now. Mm-hmm. And I also read darker graphic novels, okay. Western graphic novels. Mm-hmm. Growing up, I used to read Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman, Marvel stuff. Mm-hmm. As I've gotten older, I've, I've kind of geared towards image comics okay. and Dark Horse, the... You know, like right now I've read Chew, Lock and Key, East West, mm-hmm. Saga, Lazarus, Peter Panzer Faust, Secret, Chin Music, just to name a few. Mm-hmm. I mean, so my taste on Western graphic novels has changed throughout the times. Mm-hmm. I kind of look at it now, it's like, I just want darker. I, you know, because Marvel and DC, it's always the same. Mm-hmm. It's always, you know, they kind of just repeat the same story, change a little bit there and here. So I'm going to ask you a question that I was just asked not too long ago. I did, um, you guys remember I did the um, intro to graphic novels program here not too long ago? yes. One of the people who attended that asked me why we're drawn to darker stories. Like I told, you know, I, I mentioned how Watchmen and Dark Knight Returns came out and it set a darker tone for superheroes. It kind of changed the superhero lan- landscape forever like right. it hasn't gone back really Correct. like actually it's starting just now to go back yes. to a light a more mm-hmm. lighthearted way um and that one took me off guard and i saw your faces and i just took you off guard a little bit too no, um, what do you think it why do you think we're drawn to darker especially especially comics especially graphic novels why why are we drawn to to darker stories to me i mean the more darker the story is the more it's more interesting mm-hmm I mean, in today's world right now, everything is, there's no black and white. It's pretty mm-hmm. much dark most of the time. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you look at the news, it's like, 
you open the news, everything is chaos, mm -hmm. terror here, terror there. So I mean, I think most of the people want to relate to by reading a graphic novel with their character like Batman, Superman, kind of like go with the times, mm -hmm. you know, where it's more darker tone and it just, you know, it just pulls you okay. to it as opposed to the lighter tone. You want a lighter tone a little bit in between, but mm -hmm. I think most people kind of like you mentioned, there. Tiffany, that you're you're really drawn to darker stories as well. What is it that draws you to them? Well, I think there's more anticipation. Whenever it's a darker story, like, you know, people are actually dying in the story and there's a threat, a risk mm -hmm. to the life, it's more interesting. You get more drawn in. You know, you actually feel more passion towards the characters because they're actually trying to survive. Mm -hmm. And your old, older, sorry, typical, like, Batman and Superman stories, oh, of course Batman and Superman are going to be fine because they're Batman and mm -hmm. Superman. Nothing bad can ever happen to them. But the peripheral characters now, everything's up for grabs. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's true. They're always fair game. Yeah, true. But now there's actually like a risk to the mm -hmm. hero, like in series like Attack on Titan. Mm -hmm. There's a scene where you're like, "Oh my gosh, the hero!" Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, yeah, no spoilers, but yeah, yeah, no spoilers. Shit gets real. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, basically that's what I told um, the patron who asked me to. Uh, basically, the stakes are higher. You know, Pretty like much. in a darker story, you feel like anything could happen. Oh, in yes. a in a lighter story, you have more of a sense that like, like you said, everything's gonna be fine. Mm -hmm. Like. Why the fuck am I still reading this? Correct. Everything's gonna be okay. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that, that's kind of what I went with. So um, Tiffany, what are some non? Are there some non mangas you want to talk about? Hmm. Well, I'm really into the, like JP was mentioning a lot of the uh, sorry sorry the Western <laughs> graphic novels you were mentioning. Or a lot of them are from Image Comics. Yeah. I actually really like things from Image Comics because they do do the more independent stuff. Mm -hmm. They have an independent art style and stories. So. You can get some of the darkest stories, like Bedlam, mm -hmm. really dark, violent, gory. And they're still creator-owned, which is mm -hmm. Which rare is these days. very rare mm -hmm. in this time of But age. there's more like freedom with the characters, because it's not giving a writer like, okay, you need to write this comic about Superman, you know? Mm -hmm. Keep the theme of Superman always. It's, you can invent your own character and make up your own story about them. It's someone that you've never met before. It's a completely different story. And some of them, like Saga, can go totally off the wall, insane. Mm -hmm. Yes, and sometimes you get a more fantastical series like The Sword. Mm -hmm. It honestly depends on the writer and the artist only. What, I, what I've what i noticed, um, I think a lot of people are gravitating toward Image, not just because they're unique new stories that we haven't really Pretty seen much. before. Yeah. They're also finite. Like, when you pick up a Spider-Man comic... There's 60 years of history one way, Correct. and you know there's going to be 60 years of history the other way. Absolutely. And like, don't forget about the reboots. Yeah, and, and, and then there's yeah, like there's a thousand reboots in between, and that kind of that kind of um, history is very intimidating. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Even for long comic, long time comic fans like myself, I know like I've lapsed like. You know, like much like alcohol, you know, like I've lapsed in my commentary. Like, you know, like I, I went to my meetings, I was doing good, and then I would lapse and read again. So, like, I've had stretches of time where I wasn't keeping up with comics or graphic novels, and then I'll go back and I'm like, well, I love Spider Man. Let me see what's going on. What the hell's going on with Spider Man? Like, I have no idea what's happening. Um, with Image, it's really easy to start from the beginning. Mm -hmm. You know, like with Saga, you know, here's volume one. You know, you don't have to go get all the single issues, they, they put out the trades on a really on a relatively quickly quickly basis, but um, there's a beginning and there will be an end. Absolutely. 
That is like true. even you know, bad news. Everyone I know, everyone in the world loves Saga. There's gonna be an end, like, oh, and I think it's coming it's, soon. It should be on its way out. I mean, yeah. there are the what volume twenty three, twenty four, yeah. somewhere in there. Yeah, it's it's up there. Yeah. Like my one of my favorite image series lately was um, a, um, Alex and Ada or Ada and Alex. I forget which way which way it goes now. Yeah, I think it's but Alex and Ada. I think it's yeah. Alex, right? Mm-hmm. The men come first, so it's Alex <laughs> and Ada. Um, <laughs> So that one just ended in June. I think there were only 15 mm-hmm. complete, like yeah. 15 issues of it. So, I mean, that as sad as I am that it's over, I'm also happy it's over. Like, good. It should end. Things should, need to end. Should. Stories can't go That's on forever. That's why sometimes I like about manga is that once they do it, they end it. Mm-hmm. They don't they don't go back and like, oh, we'll reboot the series. Yeah. No. Well, what? you do have some series like One Piece and Naruto, which are never ending, and they're on like edition 300. But they're something. kind of, they're, they're their Spider-Mans. They're yeah. their Batmans pretty mm-hmm. much at this point. You but know, they're, they're ongoing. They're, they're I mean, you start from the beginning, they don't like reboot it. It's just, they just That's true, going, too. Do they, going, going, going. Does One Piece reboot? I don't get the sense I've that it does. I've never really seen continuing. One Piece reboot as it is. They'll probably go and write two books that kind of like have a backstory and they don't really the, retcon like, yes they don't really like, retcon as much because Japanese manga is more like you know consecutive mm-hmm. you gotta keep going 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 and then when you answer end it end it like Sailor Moon Sailor Moon ended I think already mm-hmm. but I mean the manga will re- redo it or for the anime but mm-hmm. if they want to create a new one they create a totally brand new series mm-hmm. not yeah. part of the other series it's totally you know, continue. Yeah. I, I think yeah. that's yeah. I think that's a good point. Okay, is there anything else you guys have that you'd like to talk about with with manga or or anime, or even Western graphic novels? Anything else on your on your agendas there? Nothing. Well, I mean, I practically probably say what I wanted to say. Okay, good. Will you read manga now? I can't promise that I will. <laughs> I've tried. I've tried. All right, confession time. Hey guys, my name's Josh. I tried to read manga. I, I just can't do it. I don't know what it is. I don't I don't know if it's the opposite of what I was just saying about image comics. Like, yeah, I know where to begin, but like it just seems like it's gonna take me forever to finish. But just I think my problem with manga, and I said this off air with somebody one time, so now I guess I'll say it on on record. <laughs> I'll put it on record. My problem with manga is a lot of times, to me, the plots are so much better than the actual storytelling. Like, the dialogue or the storytelling. I don't know if it's the translation. I don't know if it's just... That's one of the things. And, like, to me, like, I'll read the plots. Like, I, I forget which one we talked about earlier. We're like, oh, Death Note. Like, yeah. I heard the mm-hmm. plot of Death Note, and it was really good. I tried to read it. I'm like, Ugh. Yeah, I'll you just, just get to your light's constant monologuing. Yeah, and I think that's a lot. I think that's a lot of well, the problem. Well, for me, with me, if you really want to start off reading a manga, mm-hmm. I would recommend Blackjack. Blackjack. It's a short series, okay. and you're only probably going to get like three or four volumes of it, mm-hmm. and that's it. And it ends. That's good. So you're going to probably get like four volumes. I've of heard of Blackjack. Print. Yeah. But um, I don't know shit about it. Well, tell me about it. Blackjack is technically about a guy whose father is a doctor. Mm-hmm. And him and his mom got into an accident. <clears throat> so they, his body was charred. He's technically, you know, dying. And then they graft his body. One of his faces is black and the other is white. Mm-hmm. And he has white hair. And he, oh, growing up, familiar, yeah. he becomes a surgeon, but... He's kind of like the modern-day Robin Hood, where he's a surgeon where he doesn't charge any fee. Mm. And 
the reason why he called himself Blackjack is that because his friend was an African American, mm. so his half of his face is black. So it's like back in the back in the day when they wrote it, that's when here in the United States were you know civil um, for like literally the generation between blacks and whites. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it's like segregation. When was when was this written? Um, Blackjack was written back, because you remember Tesco was born in 1920s. Oh, so So he his... wrote it back in the 50s and 60s. I have a computer this... right next to me. Why don't yeah. I just look it up? You yeah, keep talking, I'll look up when Blackjack Look it up. <laughs> I mean, yeah, and the reason why he's called Blackjack is like he, he kind of called himself like that, because half of his face is black, and they want to regraph it to white, and he says, no, this is, I'm keeping this in honor of my friend. So that's why he's half black and oh, then half okay. white. But you don't see the white face. You only see the, the graph face of his face, if you look at it. Came out in 1970s. Yep. So it's right after the segregation. So, yep. Yeah, it was right so, after mm-hmm. the civil rights yeah. era. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, that looks good. Yep. I might check school. that out. Yeah, yeah I, do, I do like old school. Yes. I do appreciate that. So if you that. want to, I guess the, the writing on that one is a little bit better than yeah. the um, new translation. The biggest irony about my not knowing anything about <laughs> manga or anime is that I have actually put together I've put together bibliographies on many manga titles and animes. I've also given a presentation on the history of manga and anime. I was asked to do this for a library. Um, I didn't volunteer to do it. I was asked to do it. and So I learned a lot of titles. I learned a lot of names. <laughs> I didn't read a single one of these things that oh, I was like, no. I don't, you have to. I don't, I couldn't do it. But yeah. I didn't want to say no because, you know, opportunities come along and you want to take them. Well, just a little tidbit. I mean, since we're talking about manga, mm-hmm. um, Miyazaki, mm-hmm. the famous Miyazaki, mm-hmm. you know that in his earlier days, he loves Tesca's work, yeah, graphic yeah, novels I... and work that he literally ruined all of his earlier works because he didn't want to be associated with him. No. So the, he created his own image. Okay. And he started out in the 80s. Just mm-hmm. working and working and working. Yeah. All right. Yeah, Sounds so. good. It's a different genre, and I think a lot of people, for the same reason, they're somewhat intim- intimidated by Western graphic novels and that you have all these people who know so much information about mm-hmm. these famous heroes and you go in knowing nothing about it. They think it's going to be the same thing when they go into manga, mm-hmm. but there's so many different series that you can get started on. There's a lot of different genres. Like A lot of people, when they think of manga, they think of you know Naruto or something like mm-hmm. that, which might not be your forte. Not you might not like ninjas. And, that's, and that, to me, like I... Again, I obviously I've never I've never been able to get into the medium of manga. I have always 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 appreciated that they do have different genres. Yes, like they've always kicked our asses in the amount oh, of absolutely. genres they offer absolutely. in comic format. You know, like just what within the past twenty years and really the past ten years have we started offering yes, multiple much. genres? Pretty much, yeah. You know, like. You know, like, 20 years, we, you know, like, it was basically superheroes, sci-fi, yeah. mm-hmm. then we started getting some memoirs, mm, yeah. and then it just kind of stayed those couple, and now we're finally getting, you know, more. Yeah. And yeah, there were some westerns way, yeah. way back in the westerns. day, but then the whole western, you know, well, yeah. genre and And they really, 
whenever they're making their like novels, they mm -hmm. really consider the public that they're portraying their stuff to. Mm -hmm. So if you look up a certain series, like say you look up Black Butler, they'll say this is targeted towards this specific group of people. Yeah, yeah, and that's yeah, they have so many different styles or genres of mm -hmm. manga that are like these are aimed for girls eight to fourteen. Mm -hmm. These are girls fifteen to twenty five, you know, like And they have something for everybody. Mm -hmm. Because if you go to like Japanese manga shop actually in Japan, mm -hmm. they actually sec they section their graphic novels, mm -hmm. you know, for ages eight to twelve for female. Mm -hmm. These are our recommendations. Mm -hmm. They actually have them, and then for male, and I feel like heavier stuff for the darker tone. They have everything, yeah, yeah. so it's more. And that's something we don't do. Yeah. I mean, you know, we we have great local shops all around us mm -hmm. but that's something that local comic shops don't really do they don't really break things down by genre Correct. they'll break things down by publisher by, by title by title they'll <laughs> go in alph just straight up alphabetical order for mm -hmm. title Pretty some much. stores I've been in will be like here's our DC section here's our Marvel section here's our Dark Horse and Image but they don't say hey do you like sci-fi Here's our sci-fi section. Yeah. Hey, do you like romance? Here's our romance books. You know, and like, sadly, that's kind of how we organize our graphic novels. But we put everything together. We have the manga mixed in with like yeah, the graphic and that's, novels. And, and that's confusing. a limitation on you know bringing it back around the libraries. Yeah, that's a limitation on the Dewey Decimal System. Mm -hmm. That's the way our classification system works in libraries. Graphic novels pretty much only go there. Yeah. And that's something that a lot of people have been looking into changing. And I... I feel pretty confident within the next several years yeah. something will change with yes, that. Yes, eventually. Yeah. So. All right, guys. So thank you very much for doing this. Um, do you guys have anything you want to plug? Any blogs, Twitter, video no. stuff, nothing? <laughs> JP, I know you got stuff. Plug mm -hmm. your stuff, JP. I'm going to just go ahead and put the Follow mic. Follow JP on Twitch. <laughs> yeah. Oh. I'm going to put the mic How right did you know? JP. <laughs> Here we go. JP, take it away. Where can the good people find you? Well, you can find me. I have a Twitter account. It's twitter.com slash supremegamerj. Or if you want to, you know, I'm a big gamer fan. I'm a big gamer myself. So sometimes I do stream. I don't stream all the time, but I do stream through Twitch. It's twitch.tv slash supremegamerj. So you'll find me there. I normally twitch I normally twitch maybe once every couple of weeks, depending how my work schedule is. And if I do twitch, I normally post it on my Twitter account. I will say, hey, you know, check me out. I normally twitch through my PS4 most of the time. I'm still trying to work on my PC. So pretty much that's it. And if you're wondering what my screen name is, well, I'm a big Doctor Strange fan. He's a Sorcerer Supreme, and I'm a gamer. So I kind of like put the two together, and then I put my initial in there. So if you're wondering why it's like that, <laughs> I was actually wondering because I do, I am, I do follow JP on some stuff, and I, I just thought you were just really confident in your oh, gaming no. skills. <laughs> I thought it was. I'm just a supreme, a supreme gamer, and my name starts with J. Mm -hmm. well, I've, I've changed my my uh, call name many many mm -hmm. times. It used to be Green Lantern stuff. It's not <laughs> Green Lantern in DC. In DC, uh, I follow Green Lantern. We'll have you back for Green Lantern talk because, again, just like manga, Green Lantern is another thing in my world <laughs> where it's like, yeah, I get it, and but, like, dude, no. Marvel, Marvel, I, I can read Doctor Strange anytime. Doctor Strange is my man, yeah. Yes. Doctor Strange I, I'm so excited that. when the movie comes out. Yeah, it's going to be great. All right, thank you guys both very much. You're welcome. Thank you.
Okay, that's the end of our manga episode. Remember, you can find all of the titles discussed today on our website, librariansassemble.com. If you want to join in the conversation, we'd love to hear from you. You can tweet us at Assemble Podcast. Leave us a message on Facebook, facebook.com slash librariansassemble. Or you can just drop me an email, librariansassemble at gmail.com. As always, the music in today's episode was created by Gumble and is made available under the Creative Commons license. In two weeks, we'll be doing our Band Books Week episode. My very special guest for that episode will be my wife, Christina, who's also a librarian. We'll be discussing several graphic novels that are frequently challenged or outright banned throughout libraries, so you're going to want to check that one out. Until then, take care.